I was maybe 16 years old and I was kind of a rebellious kid. I joined Tinder to meet some older guys and I was matched with this really attractive 20 year old that seemed really into me. Naive, I know. Anyway, he asked to pick me up from school the following day to get ice cream and walk around the nearby lake. I said yes. He picked me up and we had a great conversation, nothing weird, and it seemed like we really enjoyed each other's company. When we got to the lake, no one was there because it was the middle of October and very cold on the water. We walked about halfway around the lake and that's when it got weird. He started talking to me about crime documentaries and how he studied them and knew how to kill someone without getting caught. He started making tracks in the mud and said that he would wear shoes that were too big so the police couldn't match him on the shoe size. He picked up his shoes to show me 10 and a half and informed me that he wore an 8. I got uneasy. He started strolling around me while I was sitting on a bench like I was prey. He went to one of those doggy baggy dispensers. He grabbed one of the bags and started swatting me in my face. I thought he might be trying to gross me out. So I half giggled and swatted it away. On one of my swats, he grabbed me by the forearm and pulled me in and put the bag over my head. Still, I thought he might be kidding, but as I tried to get away, I noticed he wasn't letting up. I was starting to panic now, realizing I wasn't getting any air, and he picked me up in sort of a headlock position. I was kicking and trying to elbow, and I guess one of the elbows connected to his groin, and we both fell to the ground. He laughed and said, You got more fight in you than I thought you did. Was just trying to make you pass out, but I didn't even get that far. I'm proud of you. All of my stuff, phone, taser, was in his car on the other side of the lake, so I decided to play along and pretend that it was funny. I told him I needed my inhaler now and to walk me back. He did surprisingly. I got to his car and I grabbed my taser and my phone. While he walked around the back of his car to the driver's side, I texted my mom SOS and to track my location. When I looked up from my phone, I noticed the guy had pulled out his pocket knife. He slowly laid it into the tip of my chest, just enough for it to pierce my skin. He just blankly stared at me, and this went on for about 30 full seconds. I don't know why, but I said, you're not going to do it. This seemed to snap him out of it, and he paused, and then let out a hysterical laugh. Between laughs, he got out. That's the second time I've tried to kill you today. The whole drive home, he proceeded to tell me how he would have raped and mutilated my body if I accidentally died that day. I got home and bolted out of the car. As soon as I did, he sped off. I got a dick pic later that night, and then he blocked me. I looked him up, and it turns out he was actually 27 years old and had a criminal record for domestic violence. That's all I could get on him, though. I reported it to the police, but nothing really came of it though. Probably because I wasn't willing to tell my parents what happened. Either way, worst encounter of my life. I live in a regional town of Australia. There is no sex trafficking problem here. It just doesn't exist. There's no gang activity. No unsolved murders and no missing people or unsolved crimes, just to give you the laydown of the sort of area I live in. Also, I'm a trans man. I'm pre-T, so I don't often pass as a male, despite me trying to. 
And that is probably somewhat obvious by my profile picture on Facebook where I look pretty feminine. Now onto the story. This happened today and I'm still unsure whether I should do anything about it or if the police would even bother. I flip furniture as a hobby. I like to pick up free or cheap worn out furniture, repair it, repaint it, and then sell it. It keeps my mind occupied. Facebook Marketplace is usually the place where I go to find stuff. So this morning I found a post for a free table. I messaged the person if I could pick it up today. As I'm messaging them, their Facebook profile picture disappeared. I thought that was weird, but maybe they just had changed it. They agreed to the time and sent me the address. No worries, it's on the edge of town. They sent me some random obscure message. Are you coming alone or will you have your husband with you? Okay, I'm not married and this is slapping me in the face with red flags. But I think maybe the table is heavy and they think I might need help carrying it. I respond with, nah, it's all good, I'll be alright. There's no response back. I have an uneasy feeling that something isn't right with this. Never felt this way before and don't know why I do now. But I figure that it's in the middle of the day. I've got my phone and I'm driving there in a safe town. Maybe I'm just overthinking the whole thing. So I hop in my car and I head to the agreed place. I couldn't find the exact address on my GPS, which I thought was odd, but nevertheless, I find the street. There's nothing there. By that I mean, there's a creek that runs by the side of it. Empty lots with brush land and tall overgrown grass, a disused isolated somewhat motel, and three warehouses. By this stage, I am feeling really off. Everything inside of me is saying, dude, there's something wrong with this whole situation. I'm paying a little more attention to that feeling at this stage, but keep going. Two of the warehouses had no signage, but there were a couple of cars out in front and I could tell they're used for a business of some sort. Their address isn't the one I was given though. Even though the motel looked like it hadn't been used in years, I see a mid-40s guy sitting on the steps of one of the units smoking. I think to myself, that is a bit bloody creepy, but maybe he owns the place and he's doing some kind of work and just taking a break, or maybe he's just a squatter. So I drive down the street a little further to find the last warehouse. The address is where I was meant to pick it up, so it must be it. I start thinking maybe they just got the wrong number. I mean, this place has tall weeds surrounding it, rubbish out in the front, and surely hasn't been used since it was built. I might like free furniture, but I'm not an idiot. I decide I don't want it anymore and message the bloke that I'm sorry, but I couldn't find the place. I got a message back saying, Are you in the ute? I saw you drive up and down a couple times. Are you alone? There's no cars or any sign of life at this warehouse. And by now, my intuition is screaming at me to get out of there. Yes, I have a ute, but I don't see anyone around. How do they know? I message in reply, Yeah, mate. Sorry, can't find the place. Cheers anyway. I get no response for about an hour. No sorry or anything. Just, It's the old motel. You have to get out of your car and walk to the back of reception. That same worn down isolated motel with overgrown weeds that hasn't been used in many years. The same one with a weird guy sitting on the step. I message back, what are you talking about? The place that hasn't been used in years? I get no response, nothing. So I head home and sit down for a drink and Google this place again. I had forgotten the exact address, so I go back on messenger to find it. Except it's gone. 
So I go back to Facebook Marketplace and the whole ad is gone. It just disappeared as if it didn't happen. What do you all think? Did I just voice out these sinister happening? My gut says I did. Creepy free table guy who was likely planning to do something really bad to an unsuspecting freebie hunter. Let's not meet. For background, I'm a gay man, 32, and live in Southern Oregon. I have a rather large following on Instagram, nature photography, and a large following on Twitter. Having a large follower account, and even sometimes having a modest sized account, you encounter people who push the limits into ranges that are rather inappropriate. I've had my fair share of creeps to push the limit. Most of them don't phase me. It's easy to block people and ignore them as well. And usually after a short period, they learn to piss off. Except for one guy. I received a message one day from a guy in Colorado. He was 24 or 25, if I remember. And at first, he seemed rather nice. He messaged me with the usual, Hey, how are you doing? Being a down-to-earth person, I always respond and ask the same. Though, with the amount of messages I receive, I can't continue the conversation with everyone. Or I never leave my phone. Though, like I said, I try my best. Usually the messages are friendly, nature oriented, and the occasional flirt. But after this guy got a reply from me about how I was doing, he jumped right in. You're really hot. Where do you live? I want to know all about you. I responded in a friendly capacity, telling him thank you and telling him that I'm from the Pacific Northwest, keeping it vague. The conversation then changed even further. I'd like to meet you. When can I meet you? Can we be boyfriends? Then it happened, like it always does. How big is your dick? Are you a top or a bottom? Do you like being dominated? Being more interested in personality first, sexuality later, I read his message but didn't respond. I wasn't really interested anyways. I looked over his profile and saw little things that he would post that made me feel like I wouldn't be comfortable talking to him. Aside from his clearly strong come-ons. Being this is Twitter, and I didn't respond, I don't believe they send read receipts, and I figured he would just get the hint. A day went by, and then he messaged me a few times, with more live comments. My Twitter is NSFW, so I kind of expect it. I respond to him, telling him, thanks for the compliments, but didn't answer the questions about my location and such. Again, keeping everything short and vague. He again presses me about where I lived, and that's when I finally stopped responding altogether. After a few days, he messaged me. Are you ignoring me? I mean, it was kind of obvious. I wasn't responding, and I was still posting on my social sites. I eventually responded that I didn't feel comfortable with the conversation approach, and that I don't give out my location and such. He responded, clearly rather offended. Okay, what the fuck ever. So, I blocked him. Later that night, the same day that I blocked him, I got a message from another account. Just random letters from a username with no post. The message went as follows. Why the fuck did you block me, bitch? I just wanted to get with you. You're a little fucking bitch. Unblock me, or you'll regret that you ever did. I said fuck this noise, and blocked that profile too, without responding. He then, after a while, messaged me on Instagram and using the email from my Instagram contact button, emails me as well. The messages were along the lines of, 
I love you. Unblock me or you'll regret this. I'm gonna fucking kill myself. Hell, I'll kill you. Again, I reported these messages to Instagram, reported the messages on Twitter, blocked him, took screenshots of the messages, and didn't respond to the email with the same vulgar content. He messaged me from more accounts telling me, I have all your photos from Instagram and Twitter. I'm gonna use them to catfish people on Grindr. You'll regret ever blocking me. Then he sends me screenshots of several Grindr profiles he created with my photos. I talked to a friend of mine who is an attorney and he wrote up a legal statement to send to him. The, you can't legally use my photos to impersonate me, I will press charges, etc. And I sent it to him on yet another profile he was harassing me on. The long legal sounding warning message that he needed to cease his actions immediately. He responded with, go ahead, have fun. I'm having fun on Grinder. Then the messages got darker. He messaged me the next day. I'll kill you. I promise you that. And then another message. I know where you live. Sending me a Google Street photo of my previous address. My grandparents' house. The message continues. I'll hunt you down. I'll kill you. But first, I'll have some fun with you. For a good long time. Then I'll chop you up into little pieces. I had enough. Being a stalker asshole is one thing. Ignoring the warnings to cease impersonating me and threatening me is another thing. I called the local police department from his area as he tried to use what I assumed to be real photos on his profile and I was able to find him on Facebook though it may not have been his real name and the photos considering he had half a dozen of Facebook profiles with this name and the same photos but with different info on each to the tune of I'm a former Marine on one and I work in the US Marshal Service on another. Upon contacting the local Colorado Police Department from the area he located himself being from in his messages and his profile, the lady on the line told me that there's not much they can do as jurisdiction would be the place that the crime was committed in, my state and my area, not where he's committing the crimes from. She told me to contact my local authorities and good luck. I proceeded to file a police report to my local sheriff's office here in my county in Oregon, but after a few months have not received a response. Even after calling now, they state their cases are backed up due to COVID. He harassed me for a few more months and I have documented it all and still to this day I receive dozens of messages of people claiming someone is using my photos to catfish them, literally around the country on Grindr. Hello, this is Bad Vibes. If you enjoyed this video, please hit that thumbs up. Please subscribe if you aren't already subscribed. And have a good Friday, or whatever day you're watching this on. Till next time.